You're listening to the Gamer Podcast. I'm Eric from the Gamer.com editorial team. And this week... Welcome to the show. The Gamer Dream Team is here in the studio live. The studio, everybody, yeah. Everybody Ooh, showed yeah. up at my house today. <laughs> Jade King's here. Hello. George Foster. Hello. Izzy Vanderveld. Hello, hello. We have big, big, big news today. I'm so glad you're all here. Top story includes Master Chief Fox. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> Good for him. I heard Cortana watched. Like, I read up on it. Apparently, she's just like watching him fuck. I'm like, oh, nice. Cut Queens. (laughs) Yeah, he, Master Chief, cut Cortana. That's that's the real news here. I know, I know that gamers may have some feelings about this. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for the lad. Good for him. Good for him. I, I assume he popped his cherry because, like, He's like a chemically castrated orphan. I doubt he had much opportunity to fuck before this. Fucking hell. Yeah. Fuck. It's definitely the first time think... in canon, I think. I... I didn't know he could fuck. I don't want to get too gross, but yeah, was he like tie a spaghetti to the end of it? or? Oh. Yeah, maybe it's a spot. Maybe like there's something oh. in the suit that helps out. I don't like this. <laughs> I guess I'm upset that it wasn't he, he didn't lose it to Cortana. That's how it should have been, right? Yeah, oh, she's an AI. No, like, are you? Probably... That's that's the extent of your imagination, is he? Cortana <laughs> <laughs> like use the suit to wank him off. So like, I don't know. Oh. Too many but I hear the scene itself was pretty tasteful. Like you don't see, you don't see none of the Master Chief like doing the nasty. Well, then what's yeah. the point? No, I... If There's Master Chief is going to fuck, I want to see Master Cock. Like, that's no, what, you, I'm, you don't that's what I'm paying see, my Paramount Plus subscription for. You don't get to see the battle rifle, is he? Apparently it's like some heavy petting and then it transitions into them in bed. So that's, uh, and that's all you see. You don't get to see. News. Master Chief doesn't hang dog. <laughs> you do see his ass in a previous episode, though. So I think you could piece that together. I think, yeah, you kind of take that scene, put it with this scene. The big controversy is that from from what I've heard about it, is that this is how they're introducing like the fool of reach, and that's why people are annoyed. Him fucking well, like <laughs> in, in, in a roundabout way, like it's like the apple in the garden of Eden all over again. <laughs> <laughs> so are they doing the fool of reach in the show? I think so. This is this is some like complaints oh. I heard that the person who he shags then chooses her loyalty to the covenant instead. So that starts the oh, fool of reach mate. because Unlucky. of him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so Master Chief fucking indirectly destroys humanity. Yep. Kind of. I think so. Oh, mate. I can see why that's a problem for people. (laughs) I can definitely see why that's a a bold choice. Uh, My favorite part is uh, the Halo uh, co-creator, Marcus Leto, uh, crying about it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want it to fuck. <laughs> yeah, this isn't the Halo I made. Yeah, no shit, dude. It's a real human man walking around on you Earth. Don't fuck in the video games? I'd hope not. 
<laughs> this is a hundred percent not the Halo you made. This is the Halo somebody else made. Our game I... is unhappy that Master Chief has has lost it. He's less relatable now. Oh yeah, I was gonna yeah. say envy. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I've not done that before. He's not my hero anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, in a tweet thread with some gamers that were upset about it, he was like, "I don't know where." they're pulling inspiration from because this is not the halo i made <laughs> i'd rather they go in like a silly direction away from the games and stuff I, I'd rather it didn't fucking exist I, I don't, I, yeah, yeah i'd rather they made a good show yeah but... <laughs> is it good like i keep hearing like mixed it's things. so boring it i boring? i i am not caught up i will admit i've not seen all of it but i've seen three of them and i don't want to watch anymore i saw some mm. of the fights and they don't look they look like fan film like mm. that vibe. Pablo Schreiber just seems really like fucking annoyed that he's playing Master Chief all the time. He's like, oh, <laughs> this guy you know, again. When, when he got the role, did he not like have a Google? Like, have a look, have to do some research, like an actor? I and shouldn't be he... fucking. No, did nobody did any research for this one. <laughs> Apparently, fucking not. <laughs> Is he Liev Schreiber's brother or cousin? Like, how are they related? Uh, husband. My, my question is, why is one called Liev and one called Pablo? They might not be related. It's a fairly common surname. Yeah, his paternal half-brother is actor Liev Schreiber. Schreiber. Huh. Yeah, Pablo Tell Schreiber was born in Ymir, British Columbia, Canada, to Lorraine uh, Reevely, a Canadian psychotherapist, and Tell Schreiber, this an American actor. This is so actor. good. This is a really good podcast. Does he work for the UNSC? <laughs> well, Master Chief, fact, you know, just Master Chief just gets it in, and so does his dad. <laughs> good for him. Good for them. Give for the whole family. <laughs> good job, Master Chief. We love you. Uh, controversy, controversy. This is a week of controversy. Yeah. Uh, our second story, uh, multiverses. Yeah, George. <laughs> so this is really enthusiastic. I really <laughs> controversy felt it. around this. I felt that. So the controversy is that um, with the upcoming beta, they revealed several new characters, including uh, Ty the Tasmanian Devil or whatever. No, it's just Taz. The ta- Taz, Taz, Taz thank you. No, you're Taz the Tas- Tasmanian Tiger. <laughs> Taz, Taz the Tasmanian Devil. That's not the controversial one. Uh, the Iron Giant. Oh, that's a good. It's choice. kind of an kind of an interesting character for a fighting game. Yeah, he's a very docile creature. <laughs> kind of, it's kind of made a whole movie about how uh, how violence is bad. Yeah, and how like you know the the fear of the other and um, rapid we- weapons escalation is just is just yeah bad and you shouldn't do it. But no, uh, every single piece of media he's in outside of that is just like big robot kill big things. Robot kicking yeah. ass. The original book. Like the book is about like aliens and shit. It's really interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, like aliens come to Earth and he has to have like a contest with them mm. to like get them to go away. It's very different, but it's very interesting. Oh, okay. I, cool. Like I, I, I get it because it was the same thing when Ready Player One did it. People got shitty there, but yeah. in a game yeah, that's actually, going to have LeBron different. James as a fighter, it's like, yeah. I suppose it's similar to Smash. Like there's some non-violent characters in that roster. Who? Still like. I don't know, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> she not violent. I don't know. No, but I think there's a difference between <laughs> like game non- like, hurt nobody. I think there's a difference between not not extremely violent or not violent in their own games and like 
the, that violent thing that principle. popularized. Yeah, the thing <laughs> yeah, that popularized yeah. them is about non The whole point of the character. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Superman's okay. there and they're mates now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just no, no, the Iron Giant should not be punching Superman in the face. He shouldn't be punching anyone. It's how how does the game deal with the phenomenal size difference between these characters? Uh in like is the Iron Giant small or is he just in trailers the like you can presume that I think they put on the website the Iron Giant's like a tank character, so he's probably just gonna be like a little bit bigger. But I don't think they're like that concerned about like with, like with Smash, <laughs> but look at Ridley. Like Ridley's supposed to be massive and it's just like slightly yeah, bigger. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Iron Giant is you can only see his feet. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love that, wouldn't you, Eric? He's have abilities where he can like, break off. apart like a movie. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah, like his hands around and stuff. Yeah. Like now we're thinking about how cool he is to fight with. <laughs> Put Hogarth in it instead. He's it's a Hogarth it's a oh, yeah. that'd be cool. It's a stupid game that shouldn't exist. But this might be the stupidest part. <laughs> Did they announce anyone else? Uh, Velma was uh, announced. Well, yes. Velma was announced before, but she was shown off there. Um, we have Velma and Shaggy and Scooby. Uh, Scooby's weirdly Scooby's not even been leaked. Like he's got no data. Hmm. Um, okay. I think the characters like we can expect to see next. Because um, I've been like obsessed with this since it's been announced. Because I just do love IP. Because he loves IP. <laughs> um, Gizmo from Gremlins is one of them. I think. Uh, LeBron James okay. and Rick are like definite. Uh, Morty, maybe. <laughs> yeah, LeBron James is a weird one. Like, I, I don't know Space about that Jam? one. Yeah, like it would be his like Space Jam version. Yeah. Uh, um, so this is Space Jam Bugs Bunny then. Uh, Bugs Bunny has like a Space Jam jersey he can unlock, okay. but right. I don't know. You, you might you might be overthinking it. I think it's just a bunch of whatever Warner Brothers owns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is Gandalf real? Gandalf was in the first ever leak, and then subsequent leaks have had like less and less data of him. So, yeah, I'm, I I don't know. But, but the most recent but Arya leak... Stark's in there, so that's pretty much Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's yeah same thing. It counts. Yeah. Same thing. Um, do Shaggy and Velma ever canonically bang? They were. I always thought Velma was meant to be a lesbian. No, they're together in that, the yeah. new Scooby Doo Adventures, I think. Oh, are they? But I don't oh, know if they like bang. It it doesn't say that, but. You know, Actually, them. how old are they all meant to be? 20s? Like, yeah, oh, they must 20s. be like 20s, right? Like 65. That, yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me Google. How old is Val? Let's pause the show. Let's find out how old <laughs> No, 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 don't pause, don't pause. Let's take a few years on the journey. Uh-oh. What? What? Ruh-roh. 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 Wait, why are they driving around and shit? Yeah. Is he just younger than the rest of them? I don't know. How old's Fred? Because he drives. Is he the only one that drives? This is very I guess he's very much like a kind of jock. Fred's character. 17. It's a 27 oh, year old Fred and a bunch of 15 year olds. <laughs> no, because these Bro, are Fred, Fred is a hard 17. Series. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, let's, let's, let's come back to this. Carry Children on. need to be in school, not looking for murderers. Uh, okay. Controversy, controversy, controversy. Uh, the new Silent Hill leak. Oh. Uh, that's right that's right <laughs> what if silent hill was british uh the new silent hill like three potential games one will be a sequel one will be a story driven thing like an episodic thing the Annapurna one 
Yes, the Annapurna one will be this more story driven. The third one is a remake of Silent Hill 2 by Bloober Team. Ah. The studio behind uh, The Medium. Yes. And Blair Witch, which is decent. And Layers of Fear. I tried to play Layers of Fear VR. It's too scary. No. I couldn't do it. I tried to do it on stream too. Like I oh, really God. didn't want to check it out. Yeah. I really didn't want it, but I yeah, it was too much. Um people don't like Bloober team. I no. don't. I'm sorry. Uh, I've not played I, any of that stuff, so I have no opinion. After the medium, which was essentially like they tried to make a silent hill clone and they fucked yeah. that up. And apparently <laughs> like and now and now Konami have gone, Oh, you can remake Silent Hill too. And it even it, that's almost scarier than making a new game because I feel they'll misunderstand what makes Silent Hill Two so special when remaking it. Yeah, so so like I said, I, I I've played Blair Witch, which I think is okay. It's yeah, it's really okay. it's really not bad. Mm. Um, it it does some really cool shit with the. Uh, this is so dumb. It does some really cool shit with all my gamer lights. Uh, my uh my corsair iq setup is like all the lights in my machine and then like the freestanding ones that shine on the back of my uh, on like my wall Mm. and um they move with your flashlight when you look left the lights shift left and when you move right the light shifts right and then when the demon the, the fucking Blair Witch shows up, they all turn red. That's really cool. Um, anyway, so it's so it's not Blair Witch, and it's definitely not Layers of Fear. That I think that people think that game is good. People hate this studio just because of the medium specifically, right? I think ever since I watched a video on this recently, where Bloober Team kind of came into modern relevance after the cancellation of silent hills and the like popularity of pt and that's when they first made layers of fear which is very much a game that apes on a lot of the like popular stuff in in pt like it Mm -hmm. it revolves around a wife who was driven to suicide whereas pt revolves around a wife who was killed by her husband and it very much explores like the horror associated with that and then in layers of fear 2 they very much copy a lot of imagery that is popular throughout horror. Like, there's that weird Apex Twin video with the guy in the wheelchair, like the really spooky one. He's just in Layers of Fear too for no reason. They just like have him there because it's <laughs> oh, Rubber Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Rubber. Yeah, Johnny. Rubber Johnny. That's it. And then Blair Witch was good, like as Eric said, but once again, it misunderstood why the original source material was scary or why it was compelling. And then with the media, I I agree with that. Yeah. With the medium, like, there's no, like, beating around the bush. That is trying to be a Silent Hill spiritual successor to the point where they got Akira Yamioka, who is the original composer on the four original Silent Hill games, to do a track for that game, like, right down to the fixed camera angles, the controls, like, the puzzles, the color palette, and how it tries to tell a story that delves into complicated themes. It, it very much fucks a lot of that up. Like <laughs> Silent Hill 2 looks at like murder and guilt and mental health and trauma and how that can 
be materialized into like this town and these monsters are very much in the head of the protagonist. Like the medium uh-huh. has like one spooky monster and it talks to you like it's a fucking B movie villain. And then it tries to tell like a story about like child abuse, child sexual abuse in a lot of cases. And it almost tries to make you sympathize with a pedophile within the narrative. And it really messes up with a lot of these big things. And that's one of the reasons I dislike the medium because it tries to be Silent Hill and it fails in a lot of ways. Mm. And I think that's probably one of the big reasons why people are afraid of Blue Team being on. Because they've, afra- they've literally afraid. proven they can't do Silent Hill, and yeah, now I was afraid when it, I was afraid when I thought they were doing a new game, and mm. this British room <laughs> just just to continuing to make games. You're like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, like, a new entry in Silent Hill. Because I was oh, like, okay, oh okay. bollocks, okay. They don't have a grasp on this sort of storytelling or like what made the original Silent Hill games scary. And when that British stuff came up, I was like, oh, this isn't subtle at all. Like, this is going to hit you over the head and really mess things up. But it mm. seems that's a miniature story in the Annapurna stuff. Yeah. Whereas Blooper Team is on Silent Hill 2, allegedly. And I'm afraid of that. That scares me. Like, if they turn <laughs> Silent Hill 2 into the fucking medium. I'm gonna quit my job, but I mean, all they need to do, all they need to do, is just make the same game again, right? It's like no, because don't change it, right? That's not what they're doing. Like, there's gonna be reworked puzzles, different environments, and new endings. That's the scary bit. Oh, Konami are giving them permission to change the story. I'm like, why would you do that? This seems like the sort of thing I'd rather have Blue Point or someone do. Yeah, yeah, Blue Point tried and tested. Yeah, th- then have a then have a team that with an with a somewhat inconsistent track record spin a new interpretation on what is very much probably to a lot of people the best survival horror game ever made. Like, I don't think it's clear that Konami, if these rumors are true, they are going all in on Silent Hill and they they want to bring that brand back. And this this remake could be good, but I'm just scared. I'll stop my yeah. rant now. <laughs> I like Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um man, I, I it, it's tempting to go back and play the medium now just so I can hate Bluebird team like everybody else cuz I it's not an I, awful game, it's just well, it's not good, but <laughs> <laughs> it just misses the mark in so many ways or it tries to be profound in its depiction of horror without realizing that it's it's playing copycat on a lot of things. Yeah, and just like they fucking patented that dual screen shit they do in that game, like when you've oh. got the spooky world and the I fucking hate world. that. Like, oh, fucked. we patented that technology. I was like, it's not unique, Blue Team. You fucking ripped it off, <laughs> and then you patented I it. Really like, I really hate when developers it, patent mechanics, and it's re- it's a really like simplistic thing. It's like oh, parallel world and a non-parallel world, and now like Blue Team owns that idea. It's just. Despite that, like Silent Hill did it first, but in a better way. It's really mm. strange. Strange. Controversy. Strange. I'm kicking just, off Eric. Just rumors for now, but yeah. They seem, they seem kind of true, don't they? Like enough people have no, come out and said there'll it. There'll be a state of play around E3 and they'll announce it. Uh, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Controversy, controversy, controversy. Um, so this. The the split between EA and FIFA has been going on for a while, but we haven't really talked much about it. Um, so yeah. I wanted to touch on that. So uh, essentially, 
FIFA increased the licensing fee and EA said, we don't need FIFA anymore. We'll make our own video game with beer on women. <laughs> hookers, right. Uh, so, wh- Jade, what is the name of FIFA now? So, f- for almost 30 years, it's been FIFA, but from 2023 onwards, it will be EA Sports FC 23. And EA Sports FC, these nuts. And e- so, e- EA does not have the rights to the name FIFA, but certainly it still has the rights to all the players, right? Yeah, all yeah. of the licenses and teams and championships and so on, they will have access to all of those. But also what's fascinating is FIFA, like the, the governing body, have said they will be making their own video game. And that's even right. more interesting because like, do they also have the rights to all that stuff? Like it's super muddy. And if they do, who is making this video game Kimash yeah, Konami did it with like certainly not FIFA because <laughs> Take 2 like Take 2 like almost like to stir the pot they gave FIFA a pat on the back like oh good on you good on you mate for demanding 1.5 billion <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like a reasonable amount of money just which is so weird but yeah and, like, take but two also was like oh but we're not gonna make FIFA like could 2K do FIFA? Like FIFA 2K? Like that could happen, I guess. No, that's it. That was that was the story. Take two saying they're not going to make FIFA. So they're not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's extra. That's even weirder then. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's even was like a sarcastic pat on the back. Like corporate bitch slapping. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, if EA just keeps making. A football game people will keep playing it and calling it fifa like, i don't yeah, think players true. are actually going to give a shit what it's called if like no. they've been buying the same right. game every year for 30 years they're going to keep buying that game regardless be, of what it's called there'll be small teething issues in 2023 when yeah. like the average consumer who picks up like call of duty and fifa every year excuse me will be like oh the name's changed that's weird and then someone would tell them, oh, it's the same game, and they'll buy it anyway. Like, that's yeah. 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 Maybe they'll lose a few sales, but FIFA's like the biggest game in Europe anyway, so not like it matters. And like by the next year, all their It'll mates will have again. told yeah. them, oh no, it's it's still FIFA, it's just called this now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it would still be called FIFA colloquially, like that won't yeah. change. Right. And like how we still call it Facebook. I know it's calling it meta. Yeah. If it's... If it is indeed the fact that EA was only paying for those four letters and everything else they still have, the players, the teams, then like I, I think they t- were completely in the right to tell FIFA yeah. to fuck off. Like they yeah. really just don't need it. Because they, they, yeah, they got like, quadrupled the price. Like they are, were asking for a lot of money. I mean, I thought I saw speculation like this was ages ago, back when all the rumors were even circulating, that the reason. FIFA was going to charge so much was because they wanted to branch out more and kind of you know play the field a little bit, see other people, um, but mostly because they they didn't want EA having exclusive rights to the FIFA game name. They wanted to be able to kind of um, like what Star Wars does, where it where like multiple yeah. studios can be working on multiple Star Wars games. I think that's what I heard some speculation of. Like that's what FIFA wants to do now. So, but. How many football games can you really have? Yeah, unless they're going <laughs> to invent Soccer 2. Like, <laughs> I should do like fucking chibi-fied FIFA. I'd buy that. 
like mega blocks. I, I guess we, right. I guess we yeah. could get to a, a world <laughs> where you now have like you know you have sort of FIFA as it is now, basically being made by yeah, for sake of argument, two K, and then you also get FIFA Street kind of coming back every year, and you also get like a narrative heavy FIFA game. I fuck knows exactly what FIFA that is. MOBA. Yeah, there... like stuff like that, you know. So I guess it, it's, it's feasible, you know. Oh, there's actually... a football manager for FIFA. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not licensed manager. by FIFA. It's just football manager, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally just called football manager. There's football. Ma- I thought football manager was American football. No, no, because no. Sega does it. Like that sells gangbusters as well. It's yeah, just people love that. Okay. I hate All right. it. Yeah, one of them. Name. It's not for me. One of one of our peers has like. I think it's like thousands of hours in every football manager game. Uh-oh. Like, he fucking loves it. <laughs> uh, controversy, it controversy, well. controversy. <laughs> uh, I, I, we, I have to touch on this uh, Batgirl thing before we move on. Okay, so... Yeah, this is also triggering. Um, okay, so if you are not a comics fan... Um, we can't be friends, but <laughs> I I will enlighten you about Batgirl. So Batgirl has always been a uh not always, but in the last couple decades has been a controversial character because uh when Alan Moore wrote The Killing Joke, maybe the most famous Batman story of all time, uh the Joker shot Barbara Gordon in the back, severed her spine, and she became wheelchair bound. She stopped being Batgirl that Monica moved on to other characters and she became the Oracle. And the Oracle was like the, the, the girl in the chair, literally uh, for the bad family. Uh, and this was seen as a good thing f- to everyone. Uh, and more so as time went on, because uh, you know, representation is good and there aren't a lot of disabled characters in superhero books, as you can imagine. Uh, eventually, uh, 2011, the new 52 was a big relaunch for DC. They canceled all their books and started 52 new ones. And one of those was Batgirl. Barbara Gordon, uh, was back as Batgirl. And the explanation was that they did some science. They used some technology and they fixed her back. Now she's Batgirl again. And that is controversial. I I didn't think. That's not the news from today, though. This is not the news from today. I'm no. telling you the background. background, oh, okay. background. So, so yeah. So they they gave her a robot spine, basically. Uh, cool. And in since then, that that has deteriorated again, and she's back to being Oracle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, in the upcoming Gotham Knights, we have on the website we have a bio for Barbara. Uh, and it starts out how you might expect, uh, but then spoilers, it goes in a very upsetting direction. I'm going to read it. Few people can match Barbara Gordon in terms of raw willpower and determination. Barbara has always been a person of action. In her mind, backing down is never an option. Having one of Gotham City's most well-known police commissioners as a father has a massive impact on her. Jim Gordon gave his life for Gotham, and now she wants to make sure it wasn't in vain. After a face-off that put Barbara in a wheelchair... She became Oracle, a powerful information and communication ex- expert. But her father's death spurred her to train and recover her wounds so that she could return to active duty as Batgirl. 
You can't recover from a severed spine. So she just tried She's harder. Determined, guys. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just believe and you can like She was inspired. Get away from paralysis. Like I'm not sure. Yeah. How uh <laughs> They, <laughs> Gotham Knights took something that a lot of people are upset about and made it more upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> impressive, almost. It's almost impressive that they would do this. Because it's like, a, I saw people discussing, like, it's an already negative depiction of, like, an ableist trope, or, like, a disabled character. Yes. It's seen as lesser for being disabled, and then they go through some heroic, almost, like, nonsensical thing in the narrative where they become, like, within quotes normal again and that makes them a better person or a better character this was already bad enough but now they've almost compounded it with the language they've used here and the narrative justification it's just like it reads really grossly especially in that context yeah because you can't play nobody wants to play oracle Ugh. what does oracle do do? like before she became oracle in that narrative because it's a separate (laughs) universe from the arkham games as well which is like doubly weird because Oracle's already Oracle in that game. And Jim Gordon's not dead. Yeah, I didn't know Jim Gordon died. <laughs> he didn't. He yeah, he's he's dead in their version, but he's not dead in yeah. canon. Batman's not dead in that game. Come of course on. he's not. So, so like they're telling their own story, they're still doing the problematic thing, and they're making it more problematic. Yeah. Mm. Ah. Was it problematic when she got the robot spine because it was like taking away from um having more disabled representation yes uh, yeah because yeah. people I, I imagine in the pit when the comics are running i imagine in the period where oracle was a big character like maybe a lot of disabled readers thought that was really cool that she was yeah like, right core sure. character and she was doing a lot of stuff and then for the narrative just to go oh robot spine future she can walk again like that yeah. that is a kick in the teeth to yes that, that I mean, readership it's basically what um what the mcu did with uh uh, the, 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 the war machine as well. Yeah, you're right. right. They, yeah. Like, they made a whole big thing about like, oh, you know, he's been shot out of the sky. He's really badly injured. Um, you know, he's going to be paralyzed. And then they were just like, okay, we'll just rest him up for a couple of films. Then robot legs, yeah, yeah, mm. rehabilitation. Here's one scene in Endgame. Yeah, yeah, not great. I don't know. They they have time to go back on that. Like, you can change that with some dialogue, right? Unless there's a big part of the game that's like. Yeah, her maybe. stretching, moving her, moving her toes. It's just a seat. It's just an entire quest. Is just like throwing a whip. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Yeah. Don't need this uh, anymore. Do not like. Okay, we need to take a break. Uh, there's a lot of show left. When we come back, we've got a couple games to talk about. Uh, George, you've been playing Evil Dead. Hell yeah. I've been playing V Rising, and then. Uh, after that, we've got another round of the uh, made-up movie game game. Everybody's favorite My new game, time. Sweeping the Nation. We have some first-time contestants. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Uh, okay, welcome back. Uh, we have Jade and George. Hello. Hello. We have three f- fun, <laughs> exciting gaming. <laughs> we have three shiny new games to talk about. I'm going to talk about mine first. I never do mine first. 
fine. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, mine is huge. It's blowing up on Steam. Uh, v Rising. This is a early access survival crafting vampire game. Really leaning into the vampire stuff. Mm. It's got all the vampire stuff. Uh, this is from the developers of Battle Right. I don't what? know if you what? guys, you guys that that. Battle Right was a MOBA, but it was only the combat. Like it uh, didn't have like the towers and stuff. It was all just like different fighting modes. Mm. You would just like go into an arena and duke it out MOBA style. Um, so this has, I guess, MOBA like combat. It, it's 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 like Diablo with skill shots. So yeah, I guess it's MOBA e. Everything's on cooldowns. Um, <laughs> but it's but it's a open world survival game. So uh, you're you are like a weak vampire who's been asleep for centuries or whatever. You wake up in this new world, and you have to build your castle. Uh, which is like your base of operations. Uh, you're gathering, just like any other survival game, you're gathering wood and stone and metal and building all your different machines of operation. Uh, you're also harvesting blood, obviously. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of mechanics around blood. So like blood powers your whole base and you have to keep it filled with blood or it'll decay and people can come take your shit. Um, you also get buffs every time you drink. So you have to like fight people, fight NPCs, weaken them, and then drink their blood. And then depending on what class and level that NPC is, you get a blood buff that lasts with you until you feed again. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of interesting. You can enthrall humans too and make them work in your castle. Um, and then your castle is filled with all kinds of gothic horror iconography you've got a like a mimic chest that can chew up your old gear and turn it into resources that you can use again um you've got a throne <laughs> you sleep in a coffin oh uh, yes proper vampire shit. vampire shit um <laughs> the the progression loop is all based on boss fights so mm. so you have a blood altar at your castle, which you can choose, you can select a boss from, and then you can smell its blood and you follow the blood trail through the world until you find the boss, you slay the boss and that gives you new blueprints and new combat abilities. And then you go back to your base and you build whatever you just unlocked. And then you pick a new boss and that's sort of the loop. And then in between that, you're also like gathering wood and stone and shit. So you can build things. Um, that loop is cool because the like the boss fights are good, but it, it does involve just constantly walking across the world, killing something, and then walking all the way back, mm. uh, which kind of becomes a problem, at least yeah, for me. Work, it sounds like mm. it's it, it is tedious to get around because um, I think describing it as open world is a little generous. Like it is a massive map, but you're very relegated to the roads that are there. So you are just walking back and forth on the same roads from your base to a boss mm. back and forth, back and forth. 
Uh, you do, you, you get to turn into different animals. So you get to turn into a wolf, which is like fast traveling or not fast traveling, but like mounting, like you Mm -hmm. can move faster as the wolf. I think late in the game, you get to turn into a bat so you can just fly around. But boy, uh, I've played like 15 hours and I'm so over like walking back and forth from bosses. And that's like really the core of the game. Um, yeah, but like the the co op is really smooth. It's like multiplayer is integrated really well. It's really easy to just like get together with a clan and start building a base together, um, and that kind of stuff is cool because I you know I like playing multiplayer and survival crafting games because then everybody gets to have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got like the the guy who's building the base, like actually laying down the floor tiles and the walls and shit. And then you've got the guy who's like hunting for the resources we need. He's out chopping wood. And then you've got the guy that's like going for the boss fights. So that I always like that loop. Um, but uh, this is one of the more tedious survival crafting games I've played. And I have over 800 hours in arc. So I know, <laughs> I know about <laughs> tedious survival games. Um, but the combat, the combat is good. If you like MOBA style, combat the boss fights are are cool all the bosses have like really interesting move sets that are really unique um yeah i i think the combat is cool it's a i don't know it's it is a fresh take on the genre for sure i get why it's popular right now i don't see people sticking around but i didn't see people sticking around in uh what was that what was that Korean MMO everybody got crazy into? If- Wild Ark. Lost, Lost Ark. Lost Ark. Yeah, Lost people Ark. were big yeah. on that for about a week and then they stopped talking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is might be another Lost Ark. It's really huge right now. And I, that's great. That's great for the team, for sure. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to stick around on this one. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's worth checking out, especially if you like vampire shit, because it's full of fucking vampire shit. I wonder how it's got so really big, like, though. Like, if it's just sort of... You know, if you're bored of it after 15 hours. Well, it just launched Early Access, like, yesterday. Um, so, I, I got I played it, like, preview. Before, oh, okay. before everybody was in. Um, but yeah, so it does, just like Ark, it has, like, the servers, and servers can hold up to, like, I think 40 people. And so as you're walking around the world, you see everybody else's castles that they're building. But they also obstruct you. Like, they're in the way all the time. Like, other people's shit is in your way all the time. And so you can play on a PvE server where, and you have to leave everybody else alone. Or you can play on a PvP server and just, like, raid the shit out of everybody else's castles. Like and, real like, life. <laughs> and the griefing component is a big part of survival games like this. Like, that's why people play Rust, right? Yeah. To fuck with other people. Uh, and you can definitely do that in this game if that's if that's your thing can you like suck other people's blood i don't know if you can suck well yes you can offer other vampires your blood you can open a vein i think it's called yeah you can open a vein if somebody's because if you run out of blood your health drops to one right so it's like a survival condition like yeah so you don't you don't have to worry about food and water you only have to worry about blood right okay um and you can open a vein for your friends Open, you open a vein for your homies. Like. <laughs> open a vein for a homie today. Uh, so far, I can turn into a wolf. I can turn into a bear. 
bears cool, are that's cool. good for tanking uh, bosses. Uh, I can turn into a rat uh, to hide, and I can turn into a human to to walk through camps and shit. Um, one thing I forgot to mention is that it has a day-night cycle, but because you're a vampire, you can't be in the sun. Mm. So you have to, oh, that's cool. when you're out during the day, you have to be in the shade. So you have to kind of like dash from tree to tree to stay in the shade. Um, because if you're in the sun for like three seconds or something, you just start burning to death. Uh, and at first that's pretty cool. Uh, and then it gets really fucking old. Yeah. I you just, imagine. especially you just want to move around. Full design. Yeah. It, like it is. Element. It is good for a laugh on occasion. Like, like if a friend dies and you want to resurrect them, but then like the sun pivots and the shade moves away and now their corpse is in sunlight <laughs> and you're like, we're going to have to wait. <laughs> like sometimes it is funny. Um, but, but yeah. And, and it makes boss fights interesting. Sometimes if a boss fight goes on for a long time, you know, yeah. you start at night and now like the sun's coming up and it gets a little more intense. Mm. Um, but you're just it's because you're walking so damn much Be, like and you can also ride horses like eventually you can you get to the point where you can tame horses that helps and um, like i said becoming a wolf helps but you drop out of wolf form if you take one damage so oh, okay. it makes getting around in the sun pretty hard um yeah i i i don't love it but it just launched early access so like you know games change a lot it has potential from the sound it has a lot of potential yeah. yeah it's it's interesting um okay that's fear rising i'm gonna pass it to jade tell me i don't know anything about your game so soundfall soundfall I, i've had my eye on this game for a little bit but it was it was during the indie stream that nintendo did last week where it had like a, a surprise drop on all platforms. Mm, I was like, oh, it's available today. And when the trailer was shown, there were people in Slack, like looking at like the anime-esque aesthetic, going like, oh, this is a Jade game. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Like, I'm not predictable. <laughs> but it's basically, it's a rhythm-based dungeon crawler in a similar vein to something like Helldivers. If you okay. remember a game back on PS4, like it's mm. you aim with the stick and you move around these top-down environments. Like but Necrodancer? Each... Yeah, it's very similar in Necrodancer in regards to the rhythm. Okay. Because each, I suppose, level or stage is a is a song or like a track, and you earn and your job is to navigate this like level or track, like defeating enemies. But the way your weapons fire, you need to fire them in time with the beat to do additional damage so like and there's like lines at the bottom of the screen much like in necrodancer like you follow mm. that beat uh to do damage or to navigate obstacles as well like there's often these platforms or lines like connecting you to different parts of the level and you'll need to like dash in time with the rhythm or dodge in time with the rhythm or attack enemies in time with the rhythm and if you don't you'll still do damage but you will just be chipping away at these bullet sponge enemies like as the song goes on and it's it's cool like i haven't played too much of it yet but it's it's that fascinating kind of moorish game where the stages are like three to five minutes long and there's quite a compelling like multiple playable characters and a loot system with like melee weapons long range weapons short range weapons there's a good amount of variety here there are but... so many 
of these rhythm action games yeah like i I was thinking that too like i don't know if this one stands out too much like i feel like the aesthetic of the characters in the menus and so on is much stronger than the the gameplay aesthetic which is it's like a it kind of reminds me of slime rancher in terms of like its color palette and how charming and wholesome it's trying to be Mm because it pretty much follows a girl who is seemingly behind on a rent like isn't happy where she is and then suddenly she's sucked into this like magical land called symphonia and it's very like a lot of the dialogue is fun little twists on like musical terms and stuff like that and and it's fun but you, you could maybe argue that not all of it's original mm. but the at least the sort of music in this game hello cats here sorry the sort of music in this game has a decent amount of variety but i had the most fun trying out the pc version where you can just import your own tracks oh oh, that's cool this this doesn't work on the console versions unfortunately but on the pc one of the big selling points is oh just import an mp3 or like play your own music and it will just adapt to the levels because while a lot of the levels have tracks assigned to them you can just like do free play to progress through the campaign where you pick the songs you want to play Mm. and earn experience and earn loot and level up your character that way so what are you best... what are you listening to what's the well, playlist i'd say like i try to have a good selection like I've, I've got some like pop punk in there some edm some like straight up classic bangers yes. i put fallout boy on there that was quite funny nice but yeah it's like <laughs> there are certain games that lend themselves well to this sort of game like something with a consistent beat or a drop that like lends itself well to the combat cadence, I think. Mm. But yeah, it's cool. I don't think it like does anything super new in this genre, but it does it well, and it's like like affordable and cool enough that it's easy to recommend. But I mm. think they did they made the right choice in like shadow dropping it. But this seems like yeah. the sort of game you'd love to have on Game Pass because it, it's sort of like oh yeah, it's really cool, especially if you love music and like the building blocks that make good rhythm. And like how that can like add to a scenario or make you feel hype because like there's that certain hype you get with certain big drops in songs that you love yeah and being able to like transplant that into a video game and see how it works and have it work well because there's been games in the past like i guess like audio surf and stuff like that it's always a mixed bag when you auto generate these beat maps instead of curating them yourself right but I think mm. for this, because it's not a beat map, it just kind of listens to the music and goes, okay, you need to match this beat. It becomes a lot easier to digest and have fun with. But yeah, it's cool. Like, especially because we're in a quiet period now. Like, there's not too much coming out. Mm-hmm. So they have like a little thing like this to chip away with. Mm. I'm going to play the PC version some more because I've mainly been playing the PS5 version. But being able to import your music is one of the biggest selling points. Yeah, that is really cool. And yeah, it it's because it only has to register the tempo of the song. Right? Yeah. It, it seems like you, it works well with anything you put in. It's exactly like Crypt of the Next for Dancer in that regard. Like it's just a line on the bottom of the screen you need to match. Mm, it's easy yeah. to get back into that groove. There, I, I think there, there are four rhythm shooters coming out this year. I saw a couple at packs i saw either two or three of packs and then there's also like hell song uh i don't know bpm there, was recently as well 
Yeah. What's the rock one? They did like a rock one. Was that BPM one? bullets per minute? Yeah, that is it. Yeah. Uh, George, you are playing Evil Dead. Yes, I am. There are so many Evil Dead games. Did you know that? I thought I know there was, was one just... on the PS2 that was like God of War. I think there's of, yes, yeah. three. I think there's three Evil Dead games. Something boomstick. I remember that I played that one. <laughs> yeah, there's a third person shooter. It's a PS1 I... one. Uh huh. Yeah. Shit. This one is like Dead by Daylight, right? Um. So I went into Evil Dead kind of with low expectations. I just thought it'd be Dead by Daylight with an Evil Dead skin. Um, but it's not really like that at all. So you have four human characters who are all like Evil Dead characters, obviously. So you can have like even four Ash Williams, which is kind of cool. Really? Okay. Um, it, it's a, it's a lot of Bruce Campbell though. Like he does he does the voice, obviously as you'd expect from him. But like it's all quips all the time, oh, and okay. like that that's that's fun. And obviously that is kind of Evil Dead. But there's a point where you're hearing four four characters say the same thing over and over i'm like okay yeah. fuck <laughs> but obviously that's to be expected like that's just a consequence of it i guess mm. um so you have those four they're running around a map they're trying to find like pieces of the necronomicon and a kandarian dagger and just like resources to survive mm. um and then you have one other player who's like controlling like the evil dead itself so they can like fly around like fly around the map they can place like traps and place jump scares and they can summon demons um and they're just just trying to fuck with the other player yeah it's exactly like that um they're just trying to mess the other team make sure they don't win um and that sounds kind of standard but it's all done with like an evil dead sort of style so one of the jump scares is ash's hand like it'll jump out of a chest and attach itself to you um and all of the enemies are all from like different periods of Evil Dead. So you can have like the Army of Darkness skeletons, or you can have the Deadites from the first one. Um, and I think there's like there's like electricity-based demons. I'm pretty sure from Ash versus Evil Dead because I've never seen them, and that's the only one I haven't seen out of the Evil Dead. Mm. Um, and it, it's it's a lot of fun. Like I didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, this is just going to be like I'll play it once and then I'll never play it again. But I've actually been playing it quite a lot. Um, it kind of reminds me, like the fun I'm having with it reminds me of Left 4 Dead. Um, not that they're similar in any way, but it's just like, I guess the idea of working with a few other players in a scary game mm. just gives me that vibe. I I played a game that is exactly like this, that nobody is going to have, and nobody in the world has heard of, because... It was early access like three years ago, and then after four months they shut it down because it was struggling so much. And it's called what was it called? It's called Breach. And it's exactly no, no like this. One you have one yeah, person that's like true. the director that like makes traps and summons monsters, and then you have four players that work together to like make their way through each scenario. It sounds a lot like Project I think like like Resident Evil multiplayer game. Oh yeah, yeah, it's mm. like that. Yeah, it's it's basically like any of those. But the when I think of other ones like Fable Legends, obviously that could have been one, but that never came out. R.I.P. Um, but Project Resistance, that like that was clunky as fuck, wasn't it? it like was, that released that like pretty shoddily. Just, yeah, that game it was like an outsource. It's because Resident Evil Three was so short they needed to throw something in that game. Yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. had potential. 
But if this is a more realized version of that, that sounds quite cool. Oh, 100%. It it feels like surprisingly... <laughs> this sounds bad. It's, it seems surprisingly well-developed. Like, I don't know... I think it's Saber Interactive, actually. Mm-hmm. But, like, the shooting's pretty good. There's melee combat that's, like, a little clunky, but it works, like, well enough. Um, one of my favorite things, actually, this is really cool. Like, this is where it goes from, oh, this is a cool idea, to, okay, they get Evil Dead, and they clearly love this series, is um, each character has, like, a fear meter that goes up the more you're in the dark and the more you're on your own. Mm. Uh, mm. And if that goes up too much, then you can be possessed by, like, the, the director player. Oh, okay. And then you've just got like your character running around yeah. like with a deadite face, That's cool. and other characters have to like beat the shit out of you to like get the deadite out of you, and that is so cool because like, and it's always God, it's like it's so deadly. If if a, like a good player does that, you're screwed. Like one mm. of you can take out the rest of your team if you're not careful. That's cool. Is it? Is yeah. there campy stuff like besides the quips? Does it have like Evil Dead Two like goofy skeletons and shit? Or it's it's well, it scary. has. It has the skeletons from Army of Darkness. Um, They are enemies in it, but I wouldn't... I I think it has the campy nature anyway, because it's a co-op game, if that makes sense. Like, if you're with your friends or with other people just having a laugh with it, I think that generates that for you. Mm. But, like, they they have a skeleton playing the flute as one of the, like, support classes for that. So I guess that's there, but I wouldn't say it's overly campy i i found it more scary to be honest like there's one of the things that the director can do is literally just have a jump scare appear on your screen and like scream at you oh, and that, okay. that fucks me every time yeah it, it is it's surprisingly scary like i i'm i'm is really it, enjoying it i don't think i'll play it for too long but does it have uh ash from the remake uh no no you mean like you mean like the 2013 okay. like gory one yeah yeah, no, nothing from that. That's that's completely ignored, sadly. Is there progression? Uh, you do level up, and each character has like a big skill tree, but I've not really dived into that too much yet. Like when I I've played about like four hours of it so far. I'm gonna probably play more tonight, but I know that there is like a big you you can put a lot of time into it if you really get into it. You can like level up your characters loads. Whether I'll mm. do that. I don't know, but it is there. Okay. Um, the reviews are middling, and I was kind of ignoring it, but the way you've described it, I, I do want to check it out. I do like that kind oh, of Oh, definitely check it out. Yeah. I think you'll like it a lot. Nice. And that's it's cross, cross-platform, right? Yeah. Yeah, so PS5, Xbox. Uh, I think it's on Epic Game Store. Yeah. I think it's exclusive to that. Nice. Uh, okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to play round two of the made-up movie game. Game, George, do you think you'll get any points this time? You know what? I think I might win. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. George returns, Izzy and Jade return. Hello. Uh, It's time to play round two of the made-up movie game game. George, uh, I wish I could say was defending his title, but that's not exactly (laughs) the case. Uh, George, the first time we played this game didn't go so great. No, not at all. Um, We played two rounds 
uh, plus a tiebreaker, and there was only one correct, only one person got anything right in the whole game, and it wasn't you. Oh, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for telling everyone. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, I I mentioned that because I've made some adjustments, uh, and I'm hoping that the game is not as hard this week uh, as it was last time. Uh, Not if, some enemies buffed some powers. Yes, if you are new to the movie made up movie game game, uh, the Here's most the popular game things. in America. Um, Patent pending. Yeah. Uh, here's how it works. Uh, each player can choose from two categories. They, uh, I then read descriptions for three video games. All of them are based on movies. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. And it is your job to figure out which of these video games is not a real video game. Okay, uh, cool. Izzy, would you like to go first? Sure. Wonderful. Your choices are ninjas Ooh. or Bruce Willis. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll go. Uh, yeah, I, I, I probably know more about Bruce Willis than ninjas. I'll go Bruce Willis. Great. Bruce Willis has starred in many video games over the years. At least his characters have. Uh, but one of these is not a real video game. Okay. First one, The Fifth Element, 1998, PlayStation and PC. Consists of 16 missions with clips from the films played after certain levels. You switch control between Lilo and Corbin... Corbin has guns with unlimited ammo, while Lilo can punch and throw grenades. GameSpot said... She punches said, grenades, or she punches... She punches people, she and she okay. throws grenades. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> GameSpot cool, cool, said, cool. quote, quite possibly the worst game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sick. I want The second... Game is Live Free or Die Hard. This was 2007 for the Xbox 360, PS3, and PC, and Wii. Third-person shooter included several on-rails shooting segments as well as driving sequences where the player could commandeer taxi cabs, sports cars, and dump trucks. Nice. Nintendo Files complemented a mechanic that allowed you to take hostages... But ultimately said, quote, none of that negates the impact the auto-aim has on the game or how frustrating the controls can be. Awesome. That's Live Free Die Hard, uh, a.k.a. Die Hard 4 in the rest of the world. Mm. 4.0, I think. Die Hard yeah. 4.0. Oh. Uh, the last game is Hudson Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> 1992. Yep. Everybody's yeah. favorite Bruce Willis movie, Hudson Hawk. Uh, 1992. This was on the Amiga, the Atari ST, Commodore 64, and ZX Spectrum, Game Boy, and NES. Fucking hell. Uh, you play as a cat burglar on a mission to steal three Da Vinci artifacts without, while avoiding alarms and security guards. Uh, Hudson, the titular Hudson, uh, <laughs> can pass pacify enemies uh, either by punching them or by hitting them with tennis balls. The, the fifth point. element, live free, die hard, or Hudson Hawk. Yeah, you have a question? No, no, I'm, I'm just running. Okay. They, all, they all sound so plausible. <laughs> uh, I mean, 
I'm going to guess Hudson Hall. Wait, I have to guess which one is fake. Guess which one is fake. Two of these are real. Two of them are real, yeah. Yes. I, oh my God. Yeah, this is tough, isn't it? This is so tough. I, I'm I'm sure the Die Hard one is real. Like, that's absolutely that era when every movie just had a game that was on every single platform, whether it worked or not. That was like <laughs> back in the day where you'd get Need for Speed on like a PS3 and a fucking Game Boy Advance for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe that. We're going to see a lot of that today. <laughs> and and I, I want to believe the Fifth Element game exists. I do. I truly do. So I'm going to say the Hudson Hawk one is fake. Hudson Hawk 1992 is... A real video game. Damn it! Die oh. hard. See, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> live, live for your die hard is not. Uh, there are two Fifth Element video games. One is a racing game. Ooh. It's called like Weird Cars or something. That's my Ooh. Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good try. About die hard being real as well. You were very confident in the fake game, but that is that happens oh. a lot. Die Hard, he, he tricks you. He tricks you. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are Die Hard video games. Die Hard trilogy. Just not Die, that Die Hard video. Game. Die Hard trilogy is similar to what I described. The, the it's in the mm. first Die Hard is a third person shooter. Die Hard two is on rails, and Die Hard three is about stealing cars and stuff. Okay, uh, Jade, you're up next. Let's go. Would you like ninjas or two thousands Disney? Ooh. Ooh. 2000s Disney. 2000s you, Disney. Bro, you could say anything and it could be a 2000s Disney game. <laughs> That's why I picked it. I was like, yeah, this would be hard. <laughs> uh, all right. 2000s Disney. First one is The Wild. Disney's The Wild. Mm. The Yes. 2006. This was PC, GameCube, Xbox 360, and PS2. Players mainly controlled Samson the Lion, but in some levels also played as Benny the Squirrel, Bridget the Giraffe, and Nigel the Koala. Iconic Disney characters. Uh, each, char each character has their own unique abilities, which can only be unlocked by finding three power cards. It has a 69% on Metacritic. Eurogamer said, quote, a charming, if flawed, and anorexically shallow kids game. Jesus. Not great, Eurogamer. Not great. The second game is Bolt, 2009. That was the Mighty Cyrus one, wasn't it? Well, the film, anyway. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Was this it John was on... the dog? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> this was... Uh, Bolt was on Wii, Xbox 360, PS2, PS3, and DS. Bolt, see, see? <laughs> this Bolt, game is real. Uh, this game is real. Played by John Travolta in the film, as you mentioned, uh, but only speaks and barks in the game. Oh, <laughs> what? They couldn't get him in the booth then. <laughs> the rest of the cast does reprise the roles, except for Miley Cyrus. It has a 57 on Metacritic. IGN said, "Quote: Penny's stealth segments are pointless because her." of her ability to take down enemies with a single QTE. Really, oh. really getting in, God getting of in War the clothes, weeds. Sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, young Penny, uh, of course, Penny was played by Miley Cyrus. Young Penny was played by Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh, 
Third game, Meet the Robinsons, 2007, Game Boy Advance, PC, Nintendo DS, GameCube, PS2, Wii, and Xbox. Three different versions. Uh, the console version was a puzzle platformer, while the Game Boy Advance had a mix of side-scrolling, top-down, and flying. Hmm. The third version, the Nintendo DS version, was a third-person shooter. The console version has a 67 on Metacritic. Play Magazine said, taking out the trash. I kid you not, 30 minutes of mundane, pre-scripted, yawn-inducing tedium. Harsh, harsh play. Uh, The Wild Bolt or Meet the Robinsons? Jade? I remember seeing the Bolt on Wii once. And I remember reading about the Meet the Robinsons game in a magazine. So is it The Wild? The Wild is not a real video game. Yeah. That game wasn't big enough. I hate your success. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna look that a, film up. I, a long yeah. history of Disney video story. games. I'm pretty sure I had an Over the Hedge video game. No, yeah, that exists. So yeah. that comes up. That does Sorry. exist. Yeah. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> uh, okay. Eric, do I get a point for that? No, no points. Uh, George, would you like ninjas or superheroes? Oh, superheroes, easy. Superheroes. Uh, ninjas ain't getting no love today. All right, George. Good luck. Oh. This this could be George's first point in this game. <laughs> uh, okay, our first game is Dark Man. Oh fuck! This is this is <laughs> ni- 1991 on the Amiga, the ZX Spectrum, the Amstrad CPC, the Commodore 64, and the Atari ST. Classic consoles. Which one of those is your favorite, George? Uh, the, the ZX one. Spectrum, yeah, yeah, that's sure. what I thought. <laughs> Big Spectrum <laughs> fan here, George Foster. <laughs> uh, different versions of Darkman were made for the NES and the Game Boy as well. Darkman can use his mask to impersonate the gangsters who are responsible for his disfigurement. Wow, uh, this yeah. gives him different special abilities depending on who he's impersonating. Uh, but the masks do dissolve after being exposed to the sun. The mask do be dissolving, though. (laughs) (laughs) The second game is Daredevil. 2003, Game Boy Advanced. This game game features... uh, an opening slideshow of shots from the movie with a 20th Century Fox watermark in the corner. <laughs> you could use Daredevil Sound Vision to find secrets. It has That's a cool. 50 on Metacritic. Nintendo. Oh, sorry, let me take another run at that. Nintendo Joe said, This isn't a pick up and play title either because. <laughs> The password saves are much too long and complex. Oh my god. <laughs> A 2003 game with password saves. I just. <laughs> yeah. You have to play it all in one because the passwords are too long. <laughs> okay. 
The third game is called The Shadow. 1996 Super Nintendo game. Of course, this is Alec Baldwin as The Shadow. George, you with me? Yes, 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 I know that for sure. <laughs> this is a beat-em-up game similar to Double Dragon. An Alec Baldwin beat-em-up, wow. An Alec Baldwin beat-em-up. <laughs> a, ver- a version of this game was developed for the Sega Saturn, but it was scrapped in favor of development of a Lobo fighting game based on the DC superhero, which oh. was also eventually scrapped. Oh. Uh, Darkman, Daredevil, or The Shadow? George, George got a really hard right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He chose it. I did. Um, <laughs> so I, I know that there was a Daredevil game planned for PS2 that got cancelled. I don't think it was anything to do with the film. But I can definitely see there being a Game Boy one. Um, the Alec Baldwin one sounds so stupid that it has to be real. Because I fell for this last time where I thought something like that wasn't real. Uh, <laughs> and Darkman, like the, the idea of like masks dissolving in sunlight, that sounds like kind of advanced for a game that old. So I'm going to go for Darkman. Darkman 1991 is a real video game. <laughs> for fuck's sake! <laughs> Is it Alec Baldwin? <laughs> the Shadow Baldwin? is not. The yeah, Shadow, there was not a Shadow. <laughs> I thought Daredevil was fake video for game. Because the cancelled one. Uh, Jade in the lead with one point. Back to Izzy. Sick. Izzy, would you like... Uh, slashers? Ooh. Or the Languishing Ninjas? I only recently started getting into like martial arts films and that, so I just feel so. Although I barely know anything about fucking Sasha. Yeah, let's go ninjas. Solid. Ninjas, it is. Yeah. Ninjas getting that, getting that pick. <laughs> okay, your first game is Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh my god! Incredible. <laughs> 1997 for the Game Boy and Game Boy Pocket. A side-scrolling action game. You play as Chris Farley's character Haru. Uh, you can punch, jump, and belly flop on enemies. <laughs> it has a total of three reviews on Metacritic. <laughs> Nintendo Files said, quote, there's no compelling reason to go past the first level, much less all 17. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, for, for all these games that are like fake, where you make these fake quotes, they're brilliant. <laughs> uh, the second one, three ninjas kick back. That's, the, that's the, the title. The 1994 sequel, The Three Ninjas. <laughs> Three Ninjas and a Baby. <laughs> Three Ninjas Kickback 1994. This was on the Sega Genesis, the Super Nintendo, and Sega CD. Uh, another side-scrolling action game. Each character has a different weapon. Rocky uses a bow staff. Colt uses katanas. And Tum Tum wields dual size. In a review, GamePro said, quote, fans of the film might like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And your last game is the Lego Ninjago, the movie, the video game. Oh, my God. 2017 PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Has a 76 on Metacritic. Game Informer called it an excellent use of the Ninjago license. 
We do love IP. Making its high-flying ninjas feel powerful and unique. That's the Lego Ninjago, the movie, the video game. (laughs) Three Ninjas Kickback or Beverly Hills Ninja. Is he? I'm going to go with Three Ninjas Kickback. Three Ninjas Kickback. 1994 is a real video game. For fuck's sake! So sorry. Lego Ninja Ninjago is also a real video game. Beverly Hills Ninja is not. No points. To honest, that was that was my favorite. Um, do you know what? It I should have been tipped off that that was fake because the Nintendo file comment was so funny that like only <laughs> you could have written that. Damn it! <laughs> R.I.P. Chris Farley. <laughs> okay, Jade, would you like Slashers or Stallone? Ooh, ooh! I'd like slashers. a slasher with Stallone. Slashers. That sounds cool. You are choosing slashers and leaving George with Stallone, an actor he's never heard of. <laughs> Fuck you, James. <laughs> have you heard of Stallone? You must have heard of Yeah, I know Sylvester Stallone. All right. Enough. We'll see if he's actually seen any of these movies, but here we go. Uh, Jade, your category is slashers. Your first game is Chucky. Uh, of course, based on the Child's Play franchise. I'm this already. Chucky is a 2013 endless runner on iOS. <laughs> Good example. Fuck. Uh, you play as either Chucky or Tiffany, the bride of Chucky, running through a factory while attempting attempting to avoid forklifts, acid pools, and barrels. Done. You can also execute security guards with a variety of weapons, including bashing them in the heads with a hammer. <laughs> Touch, Ar- <laughs> Touch Arcade said, cumbersome controls and awkwardly placed obstacles make it more frustrating than fun. Second game, Fright Night. 1985 for the Amiga. This is a side-scroller where you hunt down vampire hunters and drink their blood while avoiding uh-huh. knife-wielding ghosts and zombie hands. Then return to your coffin before morning. Uh, New Computer Express said, we all know New Computer Express, of course, said, uh, quote, although Fright Night looks and sounds great, it's gameplay, and here you have to remember it's a game about biting into necks and drawing blood. Sucks. Oh, shit. Uh, And the third game is Sleepaway Camp, 1983 for the Atari 2600. Wow. Uh, Players navigate through a series of labyrinthine and repeating forest mazes while looking for missing campers, avoiding beehives, wolves, and a hatchet-wielding killer. Uh, Infogames said, The game falls down on a hopeless lack of originality, and I can only hope this talented team will consider very carefully before they embark on another turkey. Jesus Christ. I guess we used to call things we didn't like turkeys. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Chucky, Fright Night, or Sleepaway Camp? Jade? I do not want to play poker with you, Eric. I'm going to say Chucky. (laughs) Uh, Chucky the Endless Runner 2013 is a real video game. I'm so sorry. Uh, The the fake game is Sleepaway Camp. Uh, I thought so because it's so old. That sounds too old and complicated for (laughs) the game you described. Played you didn't myself. think so, though. You thought Chucky. Nah, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, George. 
Here's Let's your shot, it. man. You can win this game. You can win this game. I will. Your th- <laughs> your three <laughs> Sylvester Stallone games. Should we start uh, with the easy one or the hard one? The the hard one. Let's go. First game is The Specialist. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 1994. Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, and Sega CD. This is a top-down stealth game. You play as Ray Quick, an assassin that must speak, sneak into different locations to plant bombs before time expires and the bomb explodes, killing Quick. Reviewers compared it unfavorably to the original Metal Gear. EGM <laughs> said, quote, While thinking like a spy has its moments, most of the levels can be beaten without much thought. That's the specialist. Okay. Second game, 1986, Cobra. Sounds cool. Uh, arms for the Armstrad, CBC, Commodore 64, and ZX Spectrum. No, not that Cobra. No. Uh, Cobra is initially unarmed and can only headbutt enemies, but can find <laughs> knives, pistols, and laser-sighted machine guns inside hamburgers. What? Oh, In- God. Inside hamburgers. <laughs> it won Newsfield's Best Platform Game of the Year award, who said of it, uh, quote, an, an unintentionally hilarious film got the game it deserved. Okay. 1986 Cobra. Lower expectations back then. <laughs> and the third game, 1995, Judge Dredd for the Super Nintendo Genesis Game Gear and Game Boy, a run-and-gun side-scroller, Dread can execute criminals or arrest them. Mm-hmm. Backgrounds for the game were created by digitizing sets from the movie. EGM said, Is Judge Dread tough? Not guilty. Is it terrific? <laughs> Not guilty. Is it worth playing? <laughs> guilty. <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I fucking hate games journalism. <laughs> uh, the specialist, Cobra, or Judge Dredd, which is the fake okay. video game George. So Judge Dredd is definitely real. That is that that exists. I know that exists. Um Cobra sounds stupid enough, like it's stupid enough to be real, and then the specialist sounds like dull enough that there's not enough information because you've made it up. So I'm going to go specialist. The specialist is not a real video game. Yes! One point for George. Banging. Congratulations. Jade takes third place. We now move on to our tiebreaker round. Wait, Jade takes third place. Well, Jade got zero and you both got one. I didn't oh, one. I've got one. My my uh, apologies. Yeah. Izzy takes third place. Yeah. Sorry, Izzy. You're going home with a consolation prize. <laughs> Do I not play Jade, Jade and George move on to our tiebreaker because <sighs> wow. because Jade got the wild right. See, this is uh, this is a, a prime example of how men fail upwards. <laughs> uh, and, women, and women just don't. Women are just like, nah, nah forget the accomplishments they made. Jade point, Jade's point becomes my point. All right, all right. I'm problematic. <laughs> Jade and George, two of these games are made up. Oh. Uh, I need you to choose the one game that is real. 
The category is nerds. He's flipped it. (laughs) We've flipped it. I'm going to tell you about two fake games and one real one. The first game is called Weird Science. 1985 for the Commodore 64 and ZX Spectrum. Uh, this is a circuit-building puzzle game similar to class the classic Connect the Pipe game. Uh, complete each circuit to build the perfect woman and make your dreams come true, says the back of the box. <laughs> each level... <laughs> completing each level rewarded players with a... Uh, extremely low resolution and very PG picture of Kelly LeBrock <laughs> from weird science. Hmm. <laughs> Second game is uh, Napoleon dynamite. The game, <laughs> oh, God. this, this, this came out in 2007 for the PSP and the Nintendo DS. The PSP version featured 30 mini games while the DS version featured 25. Games included throwing food at llamas and baking brownies. It has a 37 on Metacritic. One up said the whole joke of Napoleon Dynamite was that John Heater claims to have more skill than he actually possesses. In the game, you have all that skill and more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the third game, 2010's Diary of a Wimpy Kid. This was on the Wii and the Nintendo DS. Follows Greg Heffley during his first week of middle school. Gameplay includes a uh, rope climbing, wrestling matches, and a quick time sequence in which you perform a song as a singing tree in a production of Wizard of Oz. Gaming Age said, quote, It's just kind of there. It should be abundantly clear to anyone playing it that it's not nearly enough. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, the game, Weird Science, or Diary of... Diary of a Wimpy Kid, I would like you both to type your answers into our chat box, uh, and then I'm going to ask you both to hit send at the same time. Which one is real? So, so George, do not hit enter. Yes, one game game is real. Type your answer into the chat box. This is is just going to be a fucking guess. Okay, I'm ready. Ready. Uh, On three, hit enter. One, two, three. You've both answered Napoleon Dynamite. You're both correct. (laughs) Yes. Taking home a shared first place trophy. So sweet. Jade, I just realized your name is Cringe Gamer 69. (laughs) (laughs) Lightning round. Name video games based on movie until someone fails. Over there. Uh, Finding Nemo. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Shark Tale. Apocalypse. No, that's not. Oh, I lost. Oh. Yes! <laughs> Life has finally win. <laughs> Congratulations, George. I guess you earned it. Uh, that's our show for the week. Uh, next week, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker launches 1.0. Uh, we'll all have played a bit of multiverses at that point. Uh, and more, as always. <laughs> so we will see you next week.